This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, and this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And today, uh, for this Monday Mini, we're doing kind of a teaser for an episode that I do want to do. That was a suggestion from listener Lizzie. And Lizzie wrote in, I'm a longtime fan of Sminty, and I'm loving the more personal and nerdy tone that the podcast has taken since you two began to host the show. In an episode from a few months ago, Annie made a brief comment that she no longer drives. As someone who hates driving but is forced to because of work, I relate to this so much. I would love to hear an episode about your thoughts on driving. So much of the USA is car-centric, and it forces the disabled and those who cannot afford a car to use unreliable public transit, if it even exists. Biking and walking can be dangerous if the infrastructure is not present, and the number of pedestrian fatalities has increased a lot in the past decade. The car-centric infrastructure of the USA also has a racist and ableist history. So yes, I do want to talk about that, because I looked in the archives and uh, we haven't done an episode on it. We've done an episode, the show is done, not you and I, but okay. uh, past hosts have done an episode on kind of stereotypes around driving, but they're all really old. Include One of them is like from when the show first started. Oh, wow. so, so time for an update, but also just to look at this history, I would be really, really interested. And just when I was like thinking about this, I found a fact that uh, airbags are designed for men, which I didn't know. Probably a lot Sounds of you already right. knew that, but I didn't know that. Um, and so here's a quote from The Guardian. When a woman is involved in a car crash, she is 47% more likely to be seriously injured and 71% more likely to be moderately injured, even when researchers control for factors such as height and weight, seatbelt usage, and crash intensity. She is also 17% more likely to die, and it's all to do with how the car is designed and for whom. And they talk about all the reasons this is, but crash test dummies, essentially, when they were first introduced in the 1950s, they were based on men, mm -hmm. and they go into all of that and why that has led to the situation we're in. But it's actually, it hasn't gotten that much better. 
Didn't even they though they just know, release the crash test dummy that's uh, based off women like this year? Pretty this recent. Year, the first yeah. one. Yeah, I just read like not too long ago. It was in fact like a, a month or two ago. Yes. And a bunch of, in this article at least, which I think was from 2022, they were talking about how a bunch of like government agencies were like, well, it's going to mess up everything if we take that into account. They were like, well, don't you think you should take into account (laughs) half the population? (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, they don't have, there's not currently any testing for pregnant women. So it's even worse for pregnant people. Uh, So there's a lot to look into. This was just like a cursory Google and I found this. So I want to come back and do a whole episode on that. But for now, we're just going to talk about what's going on with me, with you. Um, (laughs) You know, as I was joking in a recent classic, I am getting ready to drive for the first time in in a while. And it does make me nervous. Also, I just want to acknowledge that this conversation has privilege throughout. And I'm going to try to highlight it every time, but it does have privilege throughout because I do have a car. I also do have the opportunity to not drive it. So I actually have never liked driving. I never wanted to drive. I got my license a year late, and it was only after all of my younger friends got it. And I felt like I should. And this was, you know, in the U.S., you get it. You get your learner's permit at 15, and then your license is at 16. And that's kind of around when you're looking for a job. <laughs> so it, it coincided with other things. But I, I definitely, it definitely wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to get it. It was like, oh, I guess I have to get it. And then I was involved in a car accident that was pretty serious and stuck with me. And so I just even more didn't like it. But I also felt like I had to be the one to drive, which was strange. <sighs> it's just looking back especially where I am now I'm like what was I doing but I even recently on work trips I've been the one that drives even though everyone knows I hate it and it's because I fill out the paperwork (laughs) I'm the one for the rental car but I think that's shame people know I hate it enough where they're like I'll fill out that paperwork (laughs) don't do it (laughs) Um, uh, and I have had two tire blowouts that have really stuck with me. Like every time I drive, I think my tire is about to blow out. I did drive three hours a day uh, to and from work for three years. So it is funny to me now where I am, where I'm like, I I walk, I will walk. (laughs) Um, And I got my car kind of out of spite because it was my brother's, my older brother's car. And he had had several crashes. He didn't take care of it. They gave it to me. So I was lucky in that way. Like, I got it. I didn't have to buy it. Uh, I got it. It was a great car. Eventually, my dad was involved in a wreck in it, though, and so it got totaled. <laughs> but he was fine. Everyone was fine. It was just one of those things where the car just completely got totaled. Um, and then eventually, I got another car 
that was donated to me from my mom. So I've never had to buy a car. It's a very privileged place to be. I also am in a very walkable space. Atlanta as a whole is not walkable at all. It's like a joke. It's like a well-known. It is not a walkable city. We do not have good public transportation. It might take you forever to get to the public transportation (laughs) to take it. Um, So I'm very, very privileged that I can live in a walkable space. And I'm also very privileged that I can take something like Lyft, that I can afford it. And I do, if it's for work, you best believe I charge that to the company, as I should. Um, <laughs> but I also have really good friends like you, Samantha, who are, who indulge in my, like, I don't want to drive him. <laughs> pick me up and drive me places. Some of that is manipulation to get you to come out. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I admit it, because I'm like, I don't want to go there by myself. You're coming with yeah. me. I'm coming to pick you up. <laughs> Because I will be like, I'll just walk there or I'll just whatever, whatever. And you're not the only one. I I totally get that, too, that, like, I don't want to go in alone to this venue. (laughs) I want a person with me. But it does kind of crack me up when I'm like, I'll just get there. And you're like, nah. (laughs) I'll see you. You can't lie to me. You're coming. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I have all those things going, going for me. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I, it is kind of funny to me because when I was first started at the job, that was when I was doing the commute, the three-hour commute. So I would drive to our public transport, um, MARTA. And then I would take Marta to this job, 
has changed like several times, but essentially this job. And at that time, I kind of liked, like I would listen to NPR. I sort of liked, I don't know, uh, I would wake up 3 a.m., 4 a.m. So I wouldn't hit traffic. And I, I liked that I could listen to things. But one time I was driving home and I was listening to an episode of Stuff to Blow Your Mind that I had edited. And uh, they were talking about driving and the, one of the hosts called it high stakes gambling. And she described all the statistics. And I just remember getting so tense and being like, oh, no, <laughs> this was a mistake <laughs> to oh, listen no. to this, to listen to this. And that's, you know, I find a lot of times I don't trust other people on the road. I don't trust me even though there's no reason. I, I actually think I'm a pretty good driver, but I'm just nervous and I don't trust my car because it's old and I never drive it. And so when I get in it and it shakes like this, I'm like, is this normal? <laughs> no. Immediately, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably not. My tire thing is always like, you need new tires. I'm like, I just got new tires. Anyway. I don't trust parking in Atlanta. Oh, well, that's... Parking in itself is a scam here in Atlanta. <laughs> that is true. You are right. But, yeah, I just... I don't like it. I drive... I literally, every time I get into the car, I think this might be it. <laughs> this is such a grim thought. <laughs> You're not the only one. I think that, too. It is, And I have stories of people where they... That was... That was it. <laughs> it's really sad. It's it's like scarier than any roller coaster to me driving. I I don't like it. I worry about other people. I worry about myself. When other people do it, I don't I am like the one that's like maybe you shouldn't like with my mom especially. I'm like maybe you shouldn't come to Atlanta. She's right. like, yeah, it's fine. I'm like no, no, no. It's okay. But I'm nervous about it. I'm the person who's like, tell me when you got home. Right. I need to know. Um, it's strange to me that driving is the thing where people literally will say, like, please drive safe, as like we're all acknowledging that maybe something will happen. And <laughs> it's funny because I used to be, like I said, the person who drove. I was the one who did the road trips. Well... <laughs> to like, well, because I actually did do a huge road trip. Not on that trip, I didn't. But on like to like Orlando or something like that, I would be the one that did that. Mm -hmm. But now my anxiety and people like know how much I hate it. People don't want me to drive, which I actually appreciate, but I also feel bad about. <laughs> <laughs> also, my car is old. Right. It is old. <laughs> You've never driven me ever. I don't think. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um. I, like I said, I think I'm a good driver. My car is suspect. And I, when I was dating my ex, who I dated for three years, I used to, like, make a point that we would drive equal amounts. Like, it wouldn't be him all the time, and it wouldn't be me all the time. And now that's out the window for me. I'm like, mm, no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, and there's a whole drama. I won't go into it, but Samantha's heard all about it. About where my car is parked and landlords and getting reported as abandoned and all kinds of things. Parking in Atlanta is, <laughs> again, 
a scam. It is. It really, really is. So yeah, happy holidays. Stay safe. <laughs> I, I'm nervous. Like I, I drove home for my mom's birthday in September, and it was okay. But I, I get home and I'm like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> um, and which is already stressful. Going home is already stressful. It's true. Then we got into driving, uh, but I know people who love it. Like I, I had a brief time where I liked. Like, if the highway was just completely empty, I liked that. Right. But it was a very brief period of time. I did, like, especially as a high schooler, I do get the independence part of it of, like, okay, I can go to the movies or I can go to the mall or or whatever. I totally get it. It's just I am not at that point in my life anymore. (laughs) But, yeah, I think... There is a lot to talk about in this conversation. And I'm excited to do that episode because I think a a bunch of people don't realize it, especially because we are such a car-centric nation. If you can't afford a car, uh, you can't drive a car for whatever reason. That was one of the things when they were like, come back to work at our office. And I was like, well, you're paying for my Lyft ride, which is not a sponsor, by the way. You're paying because I'm not driving. So it's going to be expensive right? <laughs> for you to do it. And then they kind of backed off, not because of me, but in general, <laughs> they kind of backed off of that whole thing. And, but yeah, Atlanta's not a, a good city for not having a car uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and also, um, I, I, I'm fine. But I have been hit as a pedestrian five times by a car. Um, <laughs> so your point, <laughs> your point, Lizzie, is heard. I And you've seen me. I won't cross the street. I am like looking every which way. I don't like to cross the street unless I know for sure. <laughs> Again, I'm trying to think of how many times we might have crossed the street together i don't think that often because you often arrive in a, a lift in that area so well you used to because i would at your old apartment i would come down the street turn yeah. around and come back around so i could park on the so i wouldn't have to cross right. the street the i times did used to drive go. a bit more back then, yeah but not anymore yeah. so <laughs> it's gotten worse and worse now I take my car out like a like it's a pet. I'm like, okay, let's make sure you still start. We'll go on a little jaunt <laughs> together. And then come back for that one spot. So that and then no come back for that it. one spot that my landlord has instructed me he wants me to park in. So I'm like, okay, can do. <laughs> yeah, so that's um, just some of my thoughts, my experience around it, why I don't like to drive, why I try not to drive. Um, but yeah, it does come from a big place of privilege and we are going to come back and do an episode. I am excited about it. Um, but in the meantime, thank you so much for listening and we, seriously, whatever you do, if you're traveling, stay safe. Be safe. Yes. Get rest. Get rest. Have some joyful times. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Yes. Um, and if you would like to contact us, you can. You can email us at stephmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Steph Never Told You. We have a tea public store and we have a book. 
uh, that you can get wherever you get your books. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff One Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.